The Desperados of Didsbury. Monday, the 29th of May. I can hardly believe what I have just heard. It's late morning on the 4th of our recent Great British Bank holidays, part of a scheme by the government intended to distract the voters from unpopular economic news. I'm approaching a little group of friends outside the local deli in Didsbury, across the road from the famous Northern Tennis Club. Even from a distance, it is clear that something serious has happened. Instead of lively chatter, I could detect only a mood of agitation as I approached. What's up, I asked chiefly. They looked round, as if fearful they might be overheard. I pulled up a chair beside them. No one could look me in the eyes. Eventually, it was Rahul who broke the silence. There's been a complaint, he said. Against whom, I asked. His answer stunned me. Against us. What? How? Why? Complaints have been made about our behaviour to the deli. Judy broke in. It seems there's been an objection about the way we dominate the seating arrangements here, staying for two hours, preventing anyone else getting a place. You mean the way English people complain about German tourists hogging the seats by the pool with the hotel towels? Something like that, but worse, Rahul added. It's about what we talk about. We talk about all sorts of things, I protest. What's on the news? Football. What have we been doing since we last met? I paused. And politics. Oh, wait a minute. Was it something about politics? Rahul nodded. The complaints specifically mentioned Brexit. I groaned. The word that dare not speak its name. Brexit. This is serious. I remember seeing an email to my friend Kevin sent from a newsletter coming from a pressure group called Make Brexit Great Again. It read, Members are reminded never to use the word Brexit in public as it may draw attention to you and your political intentions. Our innocent group is under attack from malevolent forces. Now it all begins to make sense. Only yesterday an unpleasant scene took place during our Sunday tennis match across the road. I've mentioned these matches before. They've become a tradition during which I am partnered by Tennis Lindsay against William partnered by Tennis Gordon. It has also become tradition for the result to be reported afterwards to the Delhi group. That explains my visit this morning. Is it safe for me to convey the information in light of what I've just heard? I avoid all mention of my suspicions first, but look round carefully to confirm we are not being overheard. Something happened yesterday, I say, which is more than a coincidence. There was a fracas during the tennis. Everyone looked shocked. As usual, we were in dawn, court number two. The under-tens were on court number one in even larger numbers than usual, and with even larger number of parents. The noise was intolerable. Maybe we should have requested them to conform with the rules of the club forbidding distractions to other members. However, we maintained our customary dignity, although we were much tried. The sponge balls regularly bobbled across and interfered with our play. The children became increasingly boisterous. Two or three began to play hide-and-seek behind the back curtains to the courts, to our court. At some stage, Tennis Lindsay identified the hapless father 
and requested him to restrain the wayward behaviour of his offspring. Tennis Lindsay, I said, as you know, is a paragon of courteous behaviour, although I admit this conceals a certain steeliness of intent. The little group of the Delhi nods agreement. Then, to our astonishment, I continue, the father obviously decided attack was the best form of defence at the charge of losing control of his unruly infant. You have no right to speak to me like that, he shouted above the prevailing dim. And I shall be reporting you to the club. On our side, we succeed in restraining William, well known for his athletic skills, from intervening and dealing out rough justice immediately. The hostages came to a temporary halt while we completed the set with no further interference. The Delhi group considered my news gravely. We could all see the connection. We're in danger of becoming outsiders, barred from civilised company, labelled as the desperados of Disbury. We must be on our guard, I say. One careless remark and we could find ourselves banned from the tennis club. And from the Delhi, Rahul added quietly, and that might only be the start. There's something rotten in the state of Didsbury, I thought to myself. 